With the long-awaited release of the final report from the Retirement Income Review last week, much attention is focused on the findings of the review panel and what this might mean for the future of Australia's retirement income system. At 648 pages in length, it takes some time to digest, and many have tried to find hidden recommendations within it, even though it is only a fact-based report. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast, in which we'll start a process of looking at different aspects of the Retirement Income Review Report, which we will continue over the next few weeks. My name is Brian Ashenden, and I have the pleasure of leading the BT Technical Services team, a team of experts that are available to answer any technical advice, strategy-related queries you may have. Now, before we get into the Retirement Income Review, it's also worth observing that last Friday, the 20th of November, 2020, ASIC also released some independent research on the experiences of superannuation fund members who directly engaged with their fund about insurance held through super. Now, no financial advisors were involved. It was about members who went direct to their super fund. However, the findings in this report should be of interest to financial advisors as it highlights the areas where advisors can and do add value to consumers. Now, report 673 found that many fund members who directly engage with their insurance found the process challenging and weren't always able to achieve what they set out to do. Several participants in the research engaged with their insurance for fact-finding or to address lack of knowledge about the level of cover they had and how much they should have. Most members expected this to be a simple self-serve process, but found that was not always the case. Many wanted more than just factual information. The research found that the process of gaining information about insurance arrangements from their super fund, or making changes to the insurance, presented several potential hurdles to many members. Limited knowledge and understanding of insurance in superannuation, and a relative lack of confidence among members because of the complexity of web-based information, were some of the issues identified. After interacting with their fund, about a third of the participants spontaneously reported that they felt confused, overwhelmed or uncertain. They found insurance complex and difficult. Some discovered information that they did not understand or did not know how to respond to. And this often caused them to delay in engaging further with their fund on insurance after their initial interaction. Now, none of this really comes as a surprise. Insurance in superannuation is complex, and it is widely acknowledged that members' awareness and understanding of it is relatively low. However, it does highlight that good advice can help consumers navigate these difficulties. Advisors help clients interact with their funds and achieve the intended outcomes. And this report provides the opportunity for advisors to highlight the value that they bring. Now, returning to the Retirement Income Review, It's important to remember that the review was focused not just on super, but all three pillars of our system, which also includes voluntary savings and the age pension. Now, Given the impossibility of distilling a 648-page report into a single podcast, over the next few weeks we will identify different findings from the report for further discussion. Overall, and as a surprise to no one, the review found that Australia's retirement income system is complex and there is a need to improve the understanding of the system. Lower levels of financial literacy, as well as limited uptake in seeking financial advice, have resulted in some people failing to adequately plan for retirement. The review found that the system has neither an agreed objective nor an agreed role for each of the three pillars. The panel stated that these key fundamental issues are linked, and the role of the pillars must be determined to ensure that the system is achieving the objective. 
The review suggests the objective should be expanded around delivering adequate standards of living in retirement in an equitable, sustainable and cohesive way. Although this needs to be explored further, the review panel have suggested adequate, equitable, sustainable and cohesive all be considered as part of the objective. The review calls out that it needs to be clarified and emphasised that the system is aimed at providing income to support living standards in retirement, not building wealth for estate planning purposes. Adequacy should be centred around two key themes. Firstly, ensuring a minimum standard of living for those with limited financial means. And secondly, facilitating people to maintain their standard of living by incentivising people to save. When considering equity, the system should target government support to those in need and it should also provide a similar outcome for people in similar circumstances. For the system to be sustainable, the review panel suggested it be cost effective for taxpayers in achieving adequate outcomes and robust enough for change. For the system to be cohesive, all components in the system should complement each other and work in the same direction. The panel has suggested that the government consider effective incentives to smooth consumption and support people in taking personal responsibility for their retirement outcomes, interact effectively with other systems and not be unnecessarily complex for consumers. Now next week's podcast we will look at the findings from the report that were focused on superannuation guarantee levels and the oft asked question of whether SG should be frozen at 9.5% or lifted to 12 Now, coming up next Wednesday, the 2nd of December 2020, at midday Sydney time, we have our second last BT Academy technical webinar for 2020. In that session, Matt Manning, a BT technical consultant, will delve into the use of investment bonds as an alternative or a supplement to superannuation planning. As we move into the retirement income review outcomes, this session could be a good place to start thinking about what the future could hold. And as an early reminder, Our final BT Academy technical webinar for 2020 will be on Wednesday the 16th of December at midday when I'll bring you a State of the Nation address, technically speaking that is, where we can look back at what 2020 brought us beyond COVID-19 and what is coming in 2021. And to register for our BT Academy technical webinars, look out for invites in your mail inbox or you can simply head to www.bt.com.au forward slash professional and follow the links to the BT Academy webinar series. And as always, remember for any technical advice strategy considerations, you can call our BT Technical Services team on 1800 655 901 or send the team an email at technical at btfinancialgroup.com. Until next week, bye for now.